For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production, available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson on demand. No! I'm talking about the team out of Canada that has the best chance to win the Stanley Cup when they begin play in 2021. Here's mine. Are you ready? The Calgary Flames. Whoa! How about that? I know, it hurts. I hate the Calgary Flames. They got Jacob Markstrom, the best goalie in free agency, and the Calgary Flames have learned some very painful, valuable lessons the last two playoff years. They're climbing the mountain. Calgary Flames are Canada's best team. Change my mind. This is the Rod Peterson uh, Show. Uh, why'd you have to air that? Whoops. Did you notice the Calgary Flames are sixth in the Scotia North Division today? It's a long season. No, it's not a long season. Funny you say that. Oh, and what a way to open Flame Tech Football Friday. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to your favorite sports talk show. <clears throat> Judging by the numbers, we're soon to become North America's daytime sports talk show. Forget about Canada's sports talk show, but that's okay. That's okay. And the Vancouver Canucks have won six of eight. So we're two games past the midway point, by the way, for most teams-ish. Yeah. 30 games in the National Hockey League. Oh, you guys. I don't think the Flames are going to finish number one, but it might be the Edmonton Oilers. It might be. So anyways, look, coming up on the program today, I'm excited. We have our director of scouting, Craig Smith, two-time Grey Cup champion. I, I said to him, Smitty, what do you want to talk about? I very rarely do that with our guests, but because you can talk about so much with him, yeah. I just thought, Smitty, what do you want? Some NFL stuff, huh? Huh? And he's like, no, I want to talk CFL, XFL stuff. And I'm like, hot damn, so does everybody else. (laughs) That still hasn't gone away. But he does have some NFL notes, too. And uh, Micah Alway, very interesting. Ottawa Red Blacks linebacker watches this every day from Texas. Galveston, Texas. He said he's got a lot of things on his mind. And he tweeted this morning that he's coming on today's show. So for all his friends to tune in, because he's going to be on, he's got something to say. I have no idea what he wants to say. The suspense is killing me. I know, just to give him the floor. Yeah. Really good, cool. Good morning uh, to all of our uh, friends, new and old. Ryan Foise watching on Facebook says, Demko is playing unbelievably good for Vancouver in March. Jeff Stams fan says, Rod said that about the Flames with such glee. No, I don't want them. I want them to finish first. Because I picked them to finish first. And they still might. Because we got a half a season to go, but something's going to change, right? Yep. And uh, who said it here? Andrew Grigg watching on YouTube. How about that? It's going to be our new hashtag, I think. I that know. and get over it. That and get over it. Those are the two hashtags, yes. So That's start right. adding that to your list. We did have an NHL scout come up. He and I went down in between periods of the hockey game the other night, the Pats-Broncos game. And one of those NHL scouts, who will remain nameless but is probably watching right now, pulled you aside first yeah. and said he's going to buy the T-shirt. You tell the story. It's when the shirt's story. there, he's like, I'll buy one of those shirts. I say that all the time. Get over it. 
Get right. over it. But he was watching the show. But he was That's watching the knew. show while well, he knew the shirts, yeah. All right, so director Jordan's finger is hovering over the horn. Let's hit it. The Quick Six Show topic horn. Thank you, director Jordan. Number one, Thursday's NHL leftovers, because the rest of the show is ball for all. But here on the Quick Six, we're going to talk about last night's NHL leftovers, and here they are. Boy, I've tweeted a lot this morning. Here we go. I, I'm hoping these are the real Edmonton Oilers. They finished first overall in Canada last year, and they pulled into a tie with Dupes Leafs last night with, with 40 points, right? Yeah. With their win over the Winnipeg Jets. So for Edmonton, I hope this is you. Stay there. It seems like they learned a lesson from the Leafs on how to play defense. And they got goaltending last night against a high-octane Winnipeg offense. So, yeah. The Mass Mutual East division is my second favorite division. I'm sorry. Number one is the Canadian division. Number two, Mass Mutual East. And it's because it's a party every night. Flyers, Rangers, Penguins, Capitals. Oh, yeah. The Sabres are the train wreck we can't take our eyes off of. They make a coaching change and still lose, as our friend Ryan McCarthy is watching in Albany, New York. He said that first. Sabres make a coaching change, still lose. (sighs) How about that? I know. But I'm telling you, my Vegas Golden Knights, who didn't play last night, they reside in the Honda West division, but that division is not that interesting to me. And neither, for that matter, is the Discover Central Division. So my top two defend, uh, divisions are Scotia North and the Mass Mutual East. Well, in that East Division, they just it's such rabid hockey markets, too, like around oh, the East. It's so good. It's great hockey. Yeah. Um, Zegras and Drysdale scored their first career goals for the Anaheim Ducks last night on the pond. And it looks like they're still last place in the division, but I think Anaheim's going to be just fine. And Drysdale and Zegras are going to be pushing our friends Sam Steele and Josh Mahura for ice time and depth chart positioning. And it looks like things are coming along there. Uh, how about Columbus? They won last night. And Eunice Corpusello, he's a highlight machine. Oh, yeah. He's a highlight machine. I don't know where Columbus be, would be without their goaltender. And the last one is the Avalanche have figured it out. That game last night, Colorado-Minnesota, was a huge matchup of two games on a win streak. And the Avs schooled them. To the tune of five to one. Uh, moving on. Top five, bottom five time. Let's the NHL didn't come out with their power rankings yet from NHL.com, so I came up with my own. So here they are, the top five, bottom five. Top five in the National Hockey League are one, Tampa Bay. Two, Washington Capitals. They're on a roll, and they lead the division. Number three, the Carolina Hurricanes. Despite their loss last night, they're still all that. Number four, Canada's team, the Vegas Golden Knights. They've played less games than everybody else. So with, just because their point total isn't right up there doesn't mean they're not as good. And, of course, number five, the New York Islanders, which one month ago was in the bottom five. Remarkable turnaround. Are you ready for the bottom five? Yeah. Here we go. Number 27 in the NHL, Anaheim Ducks. Number 28, the Ottawa Senators. Number 29, the New Jersey Devils. The 30th team, the Detroit Red Wings. Sorry. Darnell from Rockstar Supply Chain Solutions. That's your team, I know. And number 31, no surprise, the Buffalo Sabres. I'm not going to be cute like the hockey news and throw the Seattle Kraken in there better than Buffalo. That was good, but I can't steal that one. (laughs) That was very good. That was good. Any arguments with any of those dupes? No, I think that's pretty good. Pretty bang on. That's not all based on points or even specifically winning percentage. It takes into account winning streaks, losing streaks, all the rest. Who's the best right now? Rose the best right now, and it's the Tampa Bay Lightning. And the worst is the Buffalo Sabres. Moving on, point three, 
Last I saw, 27,000 views of Tim McAuliffe's soliloquy on the CFL. I don't know if you watched it. Nine minutes is a little long for a squirrel like me. So I did move forward on the bar to the end where Tim McAuliffe said it might be too late for the CFL. He went spent eight minutes on how much he loves the CFL for the same reasons we all do. And then at the end, Tim McAuliffe, the former voice of the Hamilton Tiger Cats, good friend of mine who's been on this show before saying it might be too late for the CFL. I'm sorry. We all love all these things that make the Canadian Football League great, but it looks like it's over. Who else has been saying that? But I'm a jerk because I've been saying it for weeks, but McAuliffe says it. What, did, did you watch the video? i seen it. What was your take on that take? Because Lawless has joined the train too. It was over a week ago he joined this show and said the, C- the CFL is great, but it's not sustainable. Three Down Nation just picked it up, and now that's going wild. So where are you? I'm just wondering on those guys. The, the similarity between Gary Lawless, Tim McAuliffe, and me is that none of our livelihoods depend on the Canadian Football League, but we all three of us love it. And I just feel like we look at it a little more objectively than those that are getting a paycheck in the CFL or whose livelihoods depend on the CFL. That's all. If I was summarizing all of them, it feels like a, <sighs> I think it's dead. Like a, I really don't want to admit this. I really want to hang on and I want it to survive. But uh, I think the way it's always been and what we've always loved is done. And we better get ready for the next one, whatever it is. And hopefully a lot of the things we love can continue in the next version. But we have to, it feels like a really turning of the page. And we all are finally admitting that it's going to happen here, even if we don't want it to. That's what it feels like. It feels like that moment of acceptance. And in the meantime, I've moved on. I'm tired of having Twitter wars with people that say, no, damn it, I'd rather the league fold than change. I'd rather... Well, I think you're going to get your wish. So oh, yeah. I, I have other things that I'm worried about. I'm moving on. If, when the reincarnation of the CFL comes back and you want to use our promotional and marketing channels, I'm all for it. But if you want to keep banging your head against the wall and pounding that square peg into a round hole, go ahead. But I'm not going to be part of it. What did I tell you the last weekend when, you know, the comments came out and we started getting some of that negative feedback? I said, it's kind of like dad, you know, telling you the tough news you don't want to hear. And you uh, kick yeah. your feet and you throw stuff against the wall and you slam your door and you go in your room for a while. And, you know, days, weeks, hours, months, whatever it is later, you realize he was just doing what's best for me. Yep. You know, but at the, oh, in the God. moment, you can't. I hate you. Right. And I can take it. Yeah, I can take it from Jack Fulton watching in Vulcan, Alberta. He says, howdy to Rock and Roddy, Moose DuPont, Crazy Clark, John Frenzy, football Friday from the sweatpants capital of Canada. RP show <laughs> Rod Squad rocks from Jack. He got it all in there. Um <clears throat> Patrolman Pete, watching in Winnipeg, he says, the CFL isn't dead. It just needs to change because it's clear it can't count on the support of its three largest and most important markets. You can word it however you want. Merger, change, whatever, changes are coming. And I wouldn't be as confident with the ledge that I've gone out, the limb that I've gone out on, if it wasn't for Dave Naylor just dropping little snippets on his Twitter I know. Like, Naylor knows more than anybody is the sense that I get. And he's like, 
Merger's coming. I wouldn't be so sure they're not going to change everything. Right? Wake up and smell the coffee. What else? John Kirby in Edmonton. Rod, I'll believe those reports, including yours, when it's officially said by Randy and the CFL. Until then, it's all speculation. Reports of what? Open your eyes. The league's not playing, John. What do you want to hear? And by the way, Ambrosi's not saying anything. And I like it. He just he dropped that stink bomb and walked away. Yeah. And left it for everybody else to deal with. And but people don't necessarily believe what Randy said when he said, We're talking about talking. This is just the start of a relationship. What did Tim McAuliffe say in that? Go find it on Tim and Sid's, uh, or whatever they're calling it now, Tim McAuliffe's personal. You go look. He doesn't believe that this is all new. He doesn't believe the commissioner when he said, we're just talking about talk, talking. McAuliffe said, they're long ways down the road in these collaborative talks. And for whatever reason, they don't want to tell you that. What are you getting mad at me for? Oh, yeah, wait, they don't want to hear the truth. The same thing we say all the time. Right. But again, I can take it. We've got to move on. Point four, uh, Dub Hub. Here in the sweatpants capital last night. It's a god shot that the Western Hockey League's playing right here in the sweatpants capital. It really is, right? Oh, yeah. A couple of games yesterday. Moose Jaw lost for the first time. The Moose Jaw Warriors. Schooled by the Winnipeg Ice 5-3. And uh, Swift Current Broncos lost. They've lost 22 in a row. I know that's not the biggest. Well, it's big news to the people that it's big news, too. We have to talk about that. And there was no games in the Quebec League last night. But while the Oilers and Jets were in, in a very entertaining game last night, I was watching the Tri-City Americans, Portland Winterhawks. I guess I turned it off before the streaming problems happened because I had a lovely feed watching my good friend Craig West, Westy. The Chris Berman of hockey call that game. So tomorrow night is our next game, Dupes and I, on Access Now TV, Pats, and the Brandon Wheat Kings. So hockey's been good. That's what I miss, guys like that coming through the building and getting the chat. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, oh, yeah. Absolutely. And I had a good text back and forth with Mike Benton after our call last night, so that was fun. They're, oh, they're playing hockey. I'm glad you brought that up. And Paul Figler's watching from the Dub Network. Here's the thing, the difference, like I say to Darren, it's great that he and I are in business together because we see everything the same way, but we're not the same. I get the sense that you love meetings because you're calling meetings all the time. So you must be. Um, It's okay if you do. Yes and no. One of the things I'm trying to do and I've, I've gotten really good at is taking hour meetings and half hour meetings, making them 15 minutes and 10 minutes. I've done really a good okay. job of that. But no, last night we had our Dub Network meeting, and called it a meeting, but trying to create that team unity, right? That, that sense of team. We've got a great team here. Now we've got a great team of the Dub Network too, which they've always had. But, uh, but my point is we had a Zoom call last night with all the writers across the Western Hockey League. And I'm getting sick of Zoom calls. We're all on a lot of Zoom calls. I do my recovery work on Zoom calls too, right? Yeah. But I'm sitting there going, oh, another Zoom. And then you get on there. And it's hockey guys and gals from Portland to Winnipeg and everywhere in between. And we're just talking about hockey. And what are you hearing about the potential of the playoffs? How, you know, how's the hockey been? What are the stories? I'm like, this is awesome. Yeah. And we never did this before. We never had the chance. No. Nope. want to see those guys and gals. 
You know what's right? Fun? What's funny, and I heard this was they talked about Zoom calls and stuff. Skype had a 15 year head start and just completely dropped the ball on all of this. Right? Nobody's using Skype, and we could have been doing Zoom calls for the last 10 years. Took a pandemic for us to do it, and sometimes it's really great. Um, if you're on a Zoom call, make sure when it's over, you leave the meeting or turn your laptop down. Because we had a guy the other day that geared down, thought he was off and wasn't. It happened. What are you going to do? It happened. I'm just telling you, hey, free advice. You're welcome. Alan Hordell writes in, he says, Roddy on the Rod Peterson Show has stated that in his opinion that the CFL could be done. I agree with him. And my 55 years of experience around the league, I agree. Hope Rod will give his idea for the replacement, if any. No, 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 no. Not my job. Not my job. I got that guy in Phoenix. Is it uh, Mr. Lutzi? His grandpa played for the Calgary Stampeders. He sent me this plan for the CFL. This, like, 30 points long yesterday. I'm like, no. Don't send it to me. Send it to the commissioner. Send it to the Canadian Football League. It's not my job. I'm not making a plan for them. They don't think there's anything wrong. I'm not wasting my time. Yes? No, yeah. we got we to move. We got to move. Smit, Smitty coming in here. Uh, 0.5 NFL free agency notes and the TV deal. We don't have time to get into it here, but wow. $10 billion a year for the National Football League. Obviously, they knew this was coming with the $70 million contract next season for one Dakota Prescott and $45 million for Patrick Mahomes. They knew what was coming, obviously, when they were signing these deals. And point six, we are in a March Madness bracket with the boys down in Philly. Dan, the situation, Cerevelli has invited us all. They watch our show down there in Philly on Game Plus TV. They've invited us into their March Madness bracket. And lo and behold, Darren and I had the same teams meeting in the final. Gonzaga and Baylor. What a face-off. Because I pick, <laughs> yeah. ran, and then randomly I pick Baylor and you pick Gonzaga. So I hope they meet in the final. That'll be great. And uh, Clark's telling me that he's got Illinois. And they're on the east side, right? So they would beat, have you got Gonzaga too? Look at us talking like we actually have been following college basketball all year. <laughs> I was a stereotypical non-basket, filling up my bracket, looking at their percentage of free throws and i'm looking at their records being oh yeah they're gonna win i know really big gonzaga yeah. fan here haven't watched a lick. we got a roll uh from j rod he's watching he says hey rod that houston texan shirt on is it on sale from the dumpster fire Hello. team issued man mm -hmm. you give it to me for free i'll wear it team issued and uh yeah the argos were saying last week hey you like our gear come buy it <clears throat> buying it People giving us gear for free left and right. Right? Oh, yeah. This has been the warm-up for the Four Seasons Sports Palace. Your home for the NHL, UFC, and Regina Pats hockey. Our director of scouting, one of our most popular panelists, joins us next. And John Frenzy. See you in a while, dupes. See you later. You're watching the RP Show on Game Plus TV Network, YouTube, and Facebook Live, and 24-hour sports talk streaming for Suds Full Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed.
podcast listeners. RP here to talk about Manscaped. Moose DuPont's with me as well. Moose, ask me about the Lawnmower 3.0. Rod, tell me about the Lawnmower. Okay, 3.0? The Lawnmower 3.0. Listen, I've had this thing for what now? A month, maybe five weeks. Guys, I'm telling you, we've been doing it wrong. I'm going to tell you a little bit more about it. And you're just like me. You've been using big clunky razors. You've been using extension cords. You've been awkwardly maneuvering yourself over the toilet bowl or the sink. How about a battery-operated Small, handheld, with a headlight. So you see where you're going. Oh, my gosh. To sort of get those nooks and crannies. You know what I'm saying? No chafing. (laughs) Well, I'm getting to that. But I'm telling you, it gets to the nooks and crannies that your regular facial shaver or a a clipper doesn't get to. This guy, guy, the Manscaped Lawnmower 3.0, was specifically designed for men. Okay, a lot of thought went into this. Don't just willy-nilly, you're willy. (laughs) <laughs> Manscaped Lawnmower 3.0. Any other questions? I got to try it. I'm sold. <laughs> I still haven't tried it. All I've been able to do is listen to your testimonial. Okay, so right now, you guys, you can get 20% off and free shipping with the code FANSIDED20. All one word, FANSIDED20 at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use promo code FANSIDED20. Hey, honey, can you get one of the kids to show me how this Twitter thing works? Honey, I need to get on Instagram. Time for more of the Rod Peterson Show. Welcome back, everybody. Just ahead of our director, Scott and Craig Smith. You know, yesterday we did the check-in Thursday. We asked people that are were watching on Game Plus TV across North America to write in. And a lot of messages have come in once I turned the phone on this morning. I think they were watching the replay. Anyways. Hello, texting from St. Louis, Missouri. I'm a huge CFL fan and a lifelong Battlehawks fan. Ha ha, that was their XFL team. I'm excited about the possibility of some kind of merger that involves the XFL becoming a part of the CFL. Fingers crossed. This is Jay Miller. He's watching in St. Louis, Lynch. Yeah, I hear that. And uh, They want football there. They miss it. Yeah. Yeah. I got to read you guys this too from the anonymous 361. It says, Trouble connecting this morning. Is it just me? How's our online feed? How's our radio feed going, guys? They say it's good. It's a you thing. <laughs> and Philip Reese watching in Miami. He writes it on YouTube Hello from Miami. I enjoyed your conversation on the XFL Mark podcast last night. So I'm telling you. It's growing, the numbers are growing, and I want to see them combine, and I want big, strong football on the continent, and I want a Rough Riders team playing in the stadium against the St. Louis Battlehawks right here. But I'm not, I'm not sure Craig Smith agrees. Let's bring him in. Two decades in the Canadian Football League. Football guy. How you doing, Smitty? Cheers, guys. Thank <laughs> you very much for having me on. Good to see you again, buddy. Good to see you, Smitty. Hey, Lynch is going to jump in on this too, obviously, Smitty. But you <laughs> – hey, Jasper. Jasper the dog. Hey, <laughs> Smitty, I wanted to talk NFL with you, but you said you have thoughts on CFL, XFL, and I'll be honest, I'm dying to hear them. What are they? Can I, can I first say a couple things? Whatever you and want. Just with regards to – on, re- on Wednesday, I, uh, I, I had a presentation – um, with a, an association back in Ontario, they've, they've got a, uh, every week they go and go ahead. 
they, every week they go and they uh, they talk about football, which is great. I'm sitting there, I'm listening to the guys who running how they run a zone play or, or you know all these different things. And I I presented on uh, uh, player personnel. So and who was in there was Dom Picard, and Dom Picard, you know Dom, the angry Frenchman. Uh, you know, yeah, yeah, I, I said, if I had a guy to be on my team, it was Dom Picard, the heart, you know, the 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 meanness, all that kind of stuff. He's watching today, so I just wanted to let you know that. <laughs> hey, Dom, come on, Saba, Bomate. Yeah. All right. The other thing, the other thing was, it's funny because today I was uh, just you know sitting sitting there, and then there was a like I retweeted that we I was going to be on the show. Well, guess who liked that that tweet? It was Bud Grant. And I thought, hey, that's pretty good. Maybe Bud's watching the show, too. How about that? Very good. How about that? There just happens to be a statue of him out front of IG Field. So uh, that's pretty cool, which I know is your hometown uh, stadium, Smitty. So good good stuff. So don't let Bud down. Don't let Bud down. What are you going to say today about this CFL-XFL thing? One one more thing. Chris Schultz. Chris Schultz was incredible. Once I got the the, uh, leukemia diagnosis, uh, Chris phone me every couple months sometimes he'd call me from the field because they'd be doing the game and then we'd so we'd talk football it was amazing what that guy did for me and and you know and, and, and just so positive uh, it was i couldn't believe it i was waiting for his, his next call and uh unfortunately he passed away but uh, you know chris schultz was was just a great great guy and i just wanted to mention that on your show yeah, no problem. I appreciate that you did. Let- By the way, from from the viewers, Dominic Froome writes in. He says, I've been watching XFL since 2020 on YouTube. The product is excellent. It's every bit as exciting as the CFL game. The world is choosing four-down football. Time to get with the times. I'm just chiming in with the comments from the viewers as we go. You've obviously been enjoying the talk, Craig, but what, what are your thoughts? Well, I have a ton of thoughts, and, and just, just, just let me go because obviously – there's stuff that I need to say, and then there's stuff afterwards, you know, that, that uh, you know, I'll, I'll talk about. But, you know, um, I, I've been in, involved in the Canadian Football League as watching or involved, uh, you know, in the, in the front office for a number of years. 60 years watching this game. John, you've done it for a lot longer than me. But, uh, uh, it, it, you know, it's tough to teach a, 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 an old dog new tricks. And, and uh, I was 19 years in the CFL. Once at one year as a coach, a number a guest coach at one year, and then 17 years in player personnel. So I love the Canadian game. I love everything about the Canadian game. I love the ratio. I like the three downs. I like the field. I like the, you know, all that different kind of thing. And, and uh, you know, if, if it changes, it's going to break my heart. But guess what? COVID has thrown a big curveball to the world, and it threw a big curveball to now, before COVID, you know, we had problems. There's no doubt about it. But we still had pretty decent football. We had excellent football. We had pretty decent, uh, you know, people in the stands. You know, uh, two teams averaged 30,000. There was a bunch in the 20s, and then there were three that were under 20. And you know the ones that, that are there, um, those big cities. Toronto, I don't know that that will, it would ever, ever change. And... There's, there's two things with regards to, you know, the CFL, we're not an upper echelon league, and that's fine. That's okay. We, we provide, a, a, you know, a place to play. Um, I wouldn't say we're a farm team to the NFL, but we have certainly 
thrown some really good players, Cameron Wake, Darrell Freeman, you know, guys like that to the NFL, even before that, Warren Moon. They, they've developed the game, uh, developed their skills in our game. But, you know, the, you know, the, the, the bottom line is, is now we've got a problem. If you don't have any money, that's an issue. So, you know, the like I, I saw your your uh, uh, interview on the XFL deal, and you brought out a lot of good points. I'm not one to say, hey, top heavy, uh, you know, GM, head coach, and all that kind of stuff. Um, but it's business. If if you're spending too much money, uh, you know, and you're not get you're not getting bums in the seats, it, it, you know, obviously it makes a, a it's a big deal, right? Players are the most important thing. You need to take care of the players, um, and you know, and I I agree. You said it the other day, and it was with regards to hockey. Player personnel is critical. You need proper people to go and get the talent to get into the stands. We've had talent. You take a look at what we had way back. I'll, you know, go back to, to well, think about two thousand and one when I first started. There was football galore all over the place. You know, they had the XFL just started. It was one year, but still, it was one year. Then we had the uh, NFL Europe, which was, I thought, was just a fantastic thing. Obviously, it didn't work because of the, the money situation. But NFL Europe was was excellent for developing players and, and, and you know, and, and, and et cetera, quarterback, you name it. That was fantastic. And, and you know, obviously, it, vi it wasn't viable. And then we then obviously arena ball they played arena and that was they played they paid good money we tried to get a quarterback out of there Tony Graziani we couldn't pay him what he was making in, in you know as far as in the arena league so my point is there was lots of football back and um, um, I truly believe that there's a need for something like that with the, you know with regards to the NFL and next XFL came out I thought that was a great idea I didn't like what was going on with regards to the XFL and all the different things that they were doing interviewing the coach during the game when when something happened and he's so mad that you know things like that happen but it, it it's definitely something that uh, you know that, that that is a possibility now there's two things with regards to the cfl and the xfl those they're not kings what's king in canada it's hockey i, li I lived in vancouver for 17 years and i worked for the bc lions for eight we would get one article in, in both papers, and then there'd be four on the Canuck, which is fine. This is Canada. This is hockey. I, you know, I understand that. And I understand the Canadian Football League. It's not that. Toronto. Toronto's the big league city. They, what do they have? The Raptors, the Blue Jays, the, the, uh, the, the Maple Leafs. You know, so they think of CFL, and, and, it, and it shows with regards to 12,000 people going to the games used to be more, but the other thing is winning, you know, BC has dropped down. Uh, I talked with Neil or texted with Neil McBoy back in 2011 when they were winning, you know, they were getting like 30,000, 27,000. So that's what we can do. I remember way back 1966, went to Winnipeg stadium and Ronnie, George, Bluey Huey came in to play. It was a sellout. The next day, the papers were crazy. I know, Smitty, Smitty, I, I know, but what are, what are we talking about here? Are we talking it, about it, what? It, the, the big thing is, is this, the CFL, um, the king is hockey. So we're going to be that. We're going to be that, that that's lower level uh, uh, sport uh, deal. Now you go to the XFL. 
what's the what is the king in 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 uh, football? It's the NFL. It's very difficult to compete at all. Bottom line is is for for you know the XFL, the CFL to go in. Uh, if they're going to merge, if they're going to you know get together, know your place. You know it's important to know your place. Football in in America is Friday night football, Friday night lights, Saturday college, Sunday. Of course, the NFL has done a number of different things with regards to that. Um, uh, on playing on Thursday, playing on Monday, and all that kind of stuff. But there, we're we're never ever going to take the place of that. Um, we just got to know our place. We got to know exactly where we are. Now, the other thing is, is the the thing that that, that the CFL doesn't have is money. We don't have money now, right? Well, okay, I got mean, I got to jump in. I got to I got to jump in. <laughs> it's it's fine. But uh, it was The Rock that said, know your role. Right? Isn't it as funny how he keeps coming up in all of this? And the oh, problem and that you I... You know what? Yeah. You said it, you said it for, for how many shows with regards to the, uh, you know, as far as the, uh, um, oh, the, the word, I can't think of the word, uh, uh, that, that Rock can really do. Uh, the... the <laughs> Not marketing, all that kind of stuff. Um, he's he's tops in that. He's got loads of money. The, all that can help the Canadian Football League. What's going to happen with regards to the game? You know, that's that's. I'd love to be in those meetings to see what what's going to happen with regards to that. Change is tough. You know, there, there's no doubt. Change is tough. And like yeah. I said, the older you get, the tougher it is. Um, you know, so it it it, it it's going to be an interesting thing. Now, I'm not opposed. For them to come together, you know, I had said this on your show before. If it's it's dire straits, if 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 that's what needs to be done, then we got to do it. I I would love to see the Canadian Football League keep on going the way it is, but you know, hey, we may have to we may have to bite the bullet and change. But well, there's some uh, there's some great points there. We got to roll, Craig, because we're up against it for a break. But I appreciate the insight. That's what we were waiting for thank you and next time we'll talk nfl free agency sounds good thank you all right our director of scouting craig smith joining us when we come back a sports update john frenzy's got thoughts on this we'll be right back it's a flame tech football friday flame tech is your industry leader in combustion services you're watching on game plus tv youtube and facebook live and 24-hour sports talk for suds full service car wash at rodpeterson.com head to youtube.com slash the rod peterson show now you gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Did you know you can catch all the best moments from the show on all our social media platforms? Now back to the studio with Rob. Welcome back, everybody. John Thomas Moore from the comment feed says it's sad to see changes seem to be a must. To go forward, a merger may work if they both agreed to become a farm system for the NFL. Like in hockey teams have farm teams. I could go with the Riders, a farm team for the Packers. More on that. Lynch is chopping at the bit here. John Frenzy hasn't been able to say anything yet, so we'll get to that. Sports update. Two goals from Connor McDavid propelled the Edmonton Oilers to a 2-1 home win over the Winnipeg Jets Thursday. It was a big victory for the Oilers, who, with 40 points, 
move into a tie with the Leafs for first place in the North Division. Meanwhile, Colorado's top line of Nathan McKinnon, Gabriel Landeskog, and Miko Rantanen combined for four goals, and the Avalanche beat Minnesota 5-1 to snap the Wilds' five-game win streak. Ryan Poling set up two goals before scoring the winner, and the Laval Rocket edged the Stockton Heat 4-3 in overtime Thursday in the American Hockey League. Jordan Wheel had a pair of first-period goals and an assist to help Laval topple Stockton in a matchup of the top two teams in the Canadian division. Caden uh, Primo made 25 saves for Laval, while Louis Domingue stopped 26 of 30 for Stockton. Former Calgary Stampeders general manager Rogers LeHue has died. He was 92. He became the Stamps GM in 1965 and held the post for nine years. So condolences to his family and the Stampeders franchise. The sports update for Ballers Rec Room and for Red Bull Canada. Red Bull gives you wings. I got to say that the Ballers is your home for Regina Pats hockey as well. They'll have uh, Saturday night's game against the Wheat Kings on the big screen, 8 p.m. faceoff Mountain. John Frenzy's here. How are you, buddy? Pretty good. Pretty, I think I'm pretty good. I'm <laughs> startled by what happened with, with, with Mr. Smith there. I think he's a great guy, but he's a great Rough Rider fan, a great fan of the CFL, and he's telling us it might happen. It a could, merger. A merger could happen. I mean, he says that. Oh, boy, you got to think, holy God, what's happening? It's, the world's coming to an end. But I guess there's a trend out there thinking that with this could happen, should happen. I hope it doesn't for two years anyway. Uh, I don't think it has to happen. Get our brains together, and the CFL should be able to handle their own selves and take care of the whole situation. And get going this year in, in, in June and just carry on. Got to have the guys at the top that can do it. I think they're there. It's up to them to show us they are there. Yeah, well, you were reading a comment from one of the viewers in the break there that said the Rough Riders are preparing a return-to-play proposal to the government, and I thought the CFL had already submitted their proposal to the government. There's a lot of things that we don't understand, maybe what's going on behind the scenes, but what did you say about the health proposal? You said there was a, a better idea you had. Well, it's great to have a health proposal for the CFL, but... How about a money proposal? That's what's all about money. Let's get real. Why won't people get real? And hmm. I think Ambrosi must have set a record for, for a press conference today. I mean, he's throughout every week and nothing he really... He hasn't had any for no, a long time. Well, nothing really comes out of it. I want him to have the big one to understand, to say, this is what we're going to do. And they're stick handling, I guess. That's a nice way to put it. Um, Trent Bruner watching in Norway. Trent says, any news on what the Stamps and the Edmonton Club are doing? About what? <laughs> They're all in it together. I thought the, the, the Stamps and the Edmonton team can't come back and play if the Rough Riders don't play. What do you mean? They're, it's a very confusing time. Sure is. But a lot of the other leagues have made it onto the field or ice or whatever, and the CFL continues to not be able to do that. Lynch just said it. Let's hear the money proposal. Let's hear it. Forget about the health proposal and all the BS that's being peddled out there in these interviews from CFL people. I mean, get real about it. We just had a meeting today about our Western Hockey League coverage and what's going on in the Hub Center. And we don't know, they don't know if there's going to be playoffs or not. So far, it's gone well here in Regina, but they don't have the exact same scenario going on in BC. And there was a Kelowna Rockets player uh, test positive for COVID yesterday. But they're saying, hey, from what I understand, we could do playoffs. We could do playoffs. It comes down to money. Everything comes down to money in sports right now. And the CFL doesn't have any. 
The CFL right now, the fans are left hanging. And, and the players and the staff. That's right. And you see people everywhere you go every day, about 10, 15 people. I do too. And they all come around to saying, what about the football season? They really care. They want to know now. Uh, CFL people, executives say, hey, we're doing something. Don't crawl all over me, Lynch. You and Peterson all the time, all over us. We're doing a lot. We're working our ass off. Okay, you're working your ass off. But Where's the results? Well, I want to see results. Results count. We're getting closer to the season starting. It's got to be the middle of April or middle of May. I'm being generous here. Uh, and the first game for the Riders is uh, May 28th against uh, Winnipeg Bombers in Winnipeg. And they're back here against Calgary. Then the season starts on the 10th of June. They're in Edmonton. On the 19th of June, Ottawa's here. That, it's not very far away. And people don't feel they know them. They say, uh, uh, they'll tell me. Well, what am I supposed to say? What's the executive supposed to say? they got to say something. The people really want to hear something. They don't know if the team's here. Are they going to have a big meeting in the middle of uh, May to say, sorry, guys, can't do it. Very sad, trying hard, yet we just couldn't do it, like Trimble did back in 1986. Uh, so I'm quite concerned about it. And when a Did guy, that who, with the Alouettes? Huh? Who? Yeah, Trimble with the Alouettes. Yeah, and when he, the guy like Harry Smith here, such a diehard fan. He's a great scout Craig dude Smith, and yes. a great guy to talk to. And I just love talking to him because he knows his football so well. Uh, he is really, well, it's quite a speech he gave us, by the way. Um, he's concerned. He, think, uh, he, he thinks there's going to yeah. be a problem. By the way, just some of the comments that we're going to break and come back for viewer takeover. Uh, I'm my old man. This one thing about CFL fans, they are passionate. Yeah, they care. There's a lot of comments here. Um, from Jeff in Winnipeg, where the heck did it go? Frenzy, frenzy is right. Show me the money or show us the money. Talk about return to play. Give us a money proposal. How are you going to do this financially? Where's the money coming from? Jack in Alberta. Frenzy, the world isn't coming to an end. If the CFL doesn't merge with the XFL, the end of CFL football is likely uh, Jeff, the Stamps fan, says, I've had a couple nice emails from the Stamps the last week. Nothing really substantive, though. From Joseph David. One thing that's cool to me is I watch the Rod Peterson show all the time, and we're going to have Rod himself on our show Monday. Look for that to drop on Wednesday. He's from the New Era Sens podcast. We'll be talking Ottawa Senators hockey. Guess I should watch them this weekend, Lynch. Yep. How about that? Yeah. We're uh, going to take a break. We're going to take a break. Thomas Abbott, the tank, says, and people wondered why people called the CFL a joke league when all the other pro sports teams and leagues make a go of it and the CFL can't decide on anything. Results. Let's see the results. We'll be back and more of your comments next with John Frenzy. His uh, appearance is brought to you by Wheaton Kia. Of course, you can find them in North Regina at the corner of Albert and Avonhurst. You're watching the RP Show on Game Plus TV Network, YouTube, and Facebook Live, and 24-hour sports talk for Suds Full Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Send us your opinions now. We won't victimize you unless you really deserve it. Now, back to your host, Rod Peterson. 
Hall of Fame writers, broadcaster John Frenzies with us here. Coming up in hour two today, Ottawa Red Blacks linebacker Micah Awe joining us from Galveston, Texas. He says he's got something that's burning on his mind to say, and I have no idea what it is. I'm looking forward to that. This is the viewer takeover segment here of the show of a Flame Tech Football Friday, where Fridays are reserved for football. Uh, from YouTube, Mike Horrigan writes in. He says, great show and hot takes, Rod. Digging it in Toronto. And he gives the thumbs up where there are a lot of pro football fans and CFL fans. Frenzy, as you know, you loved those road trips to Toronto, didn't you, John? Oh, I love them. They were fantastic. Um, Dougal Cameron in Calgary, Stampeders fan. Yeah. He says, what can they say? How can the CFL plan anything until the COVID crap show is settled? What they can do, Dougal, what I think we'd all would like to say, see them say, is we're going to play. We've got money from The Rock or from the bank or from private investors, and we're going to play in a bubble no matter what, and we're playing. But they won't do that because they don't want to do that. So they're going to say, we're waiting to see how the vaccination rollouts go, and we're going to have fans in the stadium, but we won't know until May how that's going. So... We would like them to be like other leagues that have returned to play and found a way. Right, Lynch? Absolutely correct. Absolutely that's what, that's what we, that's what we would like. You couldn't say it better. You couldn't say it better. I'm going to see the other, the, the, the pandemic, the um, shot, get my uh, insertion, the yes. shot, later on this afternoon. I want to see what goes on up there at the fair, at the exhibition grounds. I know it's quite an operation. But uh, well, Tank, uh, I've got to get to the comments here from, the, from Tank Abbott. I carried over my season ticket money with the riders thinking they would have come up with something since last March. Still waiting on something, anything substantial. It's been a year, Dougal, in Calgary. Mississippi's uh, Cougar, uh, Cougar, Cooper Campbell. I think he likes Cougars. He writes in, he says, I'm going to have a hard time without the CFL rules. All the night games... The panels, and of course, without Glenn Souter doing color, for God's sakes, without Chris Cuthbert, it's going to be hard anyway. <laughs> Souter's not going anywhere. Souter's around. It's Cuthbert that's gone. Well, we're going to miss all those guys. They're great. We love them all. Yeah. An average Canadian wants the Canadian football league to stay. Let me tell you that. I'm sure of that. I can make that statement without any hesitation. They want to stay. They want the league to stay. The fans do. So only necessity will cause it to change. And I apologize that when I cut you off earlier, you were talking about getting your shot, but you said in the break that if this league merges, you're really, would you say, you're like, I'm really going to miss it. Yeah, very much so. Very much so. It'll be very, very tough for me to adjust to something else. Yeah, I mean, people don't I, like change. Hey, I've been following this league since 1948. Yeah, can you imagine that? And I'm serious. Only one interruption. You know when that was? Last year. How about that? <laughs> How about that? Yeah. I mean, so many fans like that. I guess that's crazy. Are we stupid? I don't know. We're dedicated. Dumb? I don't know. Probably. But uh, Sorry, I just, from Ken Abian on YouTube says, the problem is the CFL is there's plenty of deep pockets, but we only ever spend just as much as needed and not a nickel more. My fear is even the XFL can't fix idiot owners. Uh, Here's why they're resisting the merger, in my opinion is that the XFL singularly owned, the CFL is owned individually, and these owners and top executives will be bye-bye if the XFL takes the whole thing over. Right. That's what I think is uh, the delay. And Dougal Cameron, I appreciate your response. He says, the Stampeders fan says, fair enough, Rod. We just want to know 
find a way. Where there's a will, there's a way. And they haven't been able to do that. And they still won't guarantee whether they're playing or not. Anyways, it's coming over. We'll continue in an hour or two on Game Plus TV. And Micah Awe of the Ottawa Red Blacks. You are watching on Game Plus TV. Stick with us. For more Rod Peterson on demand, visit rodpeterson.com. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.